We got Brad Thompson of the uh, Corn Belt Crappie Tournament. They were in Sailorville today. Uh, they just wrapped things up. Welcome back to the program, Brad. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Well, uh, how did it go today? Uh, I don't think the weather was as what we were hoping for, to be honest with you. Nope, nope. The weather was terrible. I mean, it got a high of 50 degrees a day. Uh, the wind was anywhere from 15 to 25 mile an hour. And we got rained on. But it is what it is. That's tournament fishing. Well, it was uh, 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 not the best of conditions the first time. But uh, some of those skilled guys was able to uh, uh, put some fish in the boat. Uh, uh, you had uh, uh, almost twice as many anglers this time, didn't you? Yeah, we had 14, 14 teams. So. Four, yeah, that's a lot of fishermen when there's more than one in a team, you know. Uh, so uh, how did how did it uh, – uh, so it started out, uh, what, 7.30? Yeah, we started at 7. We ended at 3. I mean, at 7 o'clock, it was 40 degrees. Yeah. So it was a little cold. It was a cold one for sure. But uh, the, they braved the cold and got out there. Well, what kind of results did we get? Well, I tell you what, the the first place um, they got they got ten point two three pounds with seven fish, and he also won the big fish, which was two point five seven pounds for just one fish. Wow, and, that might uh, be about the biggest crappie I've ever heard of around here. Yeah, yeah, that's a big crappie. I mean. And that was Jared and Brandon Simpson. Um, yeah, they that's their home lake. So, you know, if you remember right, I predicted them to win it. So You did. You did. Still, you had those guys uh, fishing around. It is, you know, it, it was, uh, well, it wasn't the case uh, uh, in Coralville where Nick won that, but I think uh, uh, the guy from Coralville was second in that one. Yeah, yeah. So Nick, Nick, and, Nick got second place. He had uh, 948 with seven fish, and his big fish was 2.06 pounds. Wow. So, so a, lot, a lot of good fish in Sailorville. But, you know, I tell you what, if we had a better day with sun out, and, you know, let's say eight-mile-an-hour winds, we would have had a, a, at least 12 to 14-pound bags for sure. Well, but, you uh, know, that's, that's fishing. <laughs> Under those conditions, though, I think that's a lot of they, – they did great, and they really put a lot of fish in the boat and uh, uh, good-sized fish. Uh, well, what, what, uh, who won third place? So, uh, Weldon White and uh, Walker White won third place, and his big fish was a 2.48 pounds, and he had a total of seven fish of 8.49 pounds. So, you know, that's a good bag, too. I mean, I mean, he got second in big fish with 2.48. I mean, there was some big fish caught, for sure. It doesn't seem like there's a, a tremendous difference, you know, between first and third place, just a pound or so. Uh, uh, I guess it's just, you know, getting them, maybe it's maybe it's that third or fifth fish that make the difference. Absolutely. You know, you, you know if you have, you know, let, you know, Weldon, he had 2.48 for big fish. You know, he just needed one or two more pound and a half, and he, he would have been right up there with him. So, yeah, it's just kind of how the cookie crumbles on it for sure. Well, what was the kind of 
results for the rest of, of the team? Was it uh, <coughs> was there some pretty poor showings? Was there some some guys on these guys' heels? How did it all come out? Well, I tell you what, we had two zeros that didn't catch any fish, but that was their first time at the lake, first time crappie fishing tournament. So, you know, kudos to them. They learned a lot. They said they're coming back for revenge. So, you know, we'll look for them on May 20th at Rat Bun, and hopefully they uh, put a revenge bag together. But, you know, most most of the other people had, you know, anywhere from four to seven fish, and, you know, the average weight, you know, I didn't do the calculations, but I'd say it's probably around five to six pounds per team would have been the average. And, you know, that that's not bad. I mean, Sailorville is a very sleeper lake. I mean, they can really produce a lot of big fish. You know, I think I think we pretty much we pretty much um, uh, told everybody in Iowa that, hey, that's that's a pretty good lake. I mean, Ooh. there was three three two pound fish come out here. I mean, that's pretty good. Well, uh, the guy that won this time, uh, I think they placed last time too, didn't they? No, he, he got fourth in the last year. Yeah, I, I remember his right out, you know, not too far from the from finishing in the money there. Uh, yeah. But he turned it around uh, and got the win. Uh, uh, them and Nick, this guy and Nick, uh, uh, they got something in common a, a little bit is that they seem to be able to produce fish under difficult circumstances. Absolutely. You know, and I talked to both of them and they said it's boat control. You know, when you got five foot waves coming over the front of the boat and you got 25 mile an hour winds, <clears throat> it's all about boat control. And I mean, if you can control that boat to keep that jig on that fish's head, you're going to catch him. Well, and I imagine these guys spend a lot of time out there fishing. You know what I mean? Oh, they, they really put in a lot of, a lot of hours doing it, you know, uh, would did anybody comment that it was hard work today? Oh yeah, everybody said it was hard work. I mean, the the males are definitely you know getting the beds ready. I mean, I caught a few males today. They were on. They had their tuxedos on, and their tails were messed up. So I mean, we're we're darn close to that spawn. I'd give it another week to two weeks, you know, because I mean, you really want to get that anywhere from 60 to 65 degree water temp you know yeah, today it only, it only got up to 56 but yeah the females they're definitely in pre-spawn and you know they're they were tough to catch today they they didn't they didn't really work for me too much but you know most of the other fishermen i talked to they said they had to really work at them to get them to bite for sure well uh some of them must come in with some big egg sacks or they wouldn't have been weighing that much would they Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, there was some really big fish caught for sure. So, uh, you you work a lot. I, I could see that. You know what I mean? I don't know if that affects your fishing or not because you got so many responsibilities on the side. But uh, I want to thank you for the work that you're putting in. Is it a labor of love or is it sometimes it feels like, gosh, this is really getting to be a lot? <laughs> no, it's definitely a labor of love. I mean... Like I said, I, I really enjoy putting the tournaments on. I mean, I would say I would say putting on tournaments is, is I'd say, my number one hobby to do. I love it. Uh, fishing would probably be my number two. And then, uh, you know, I don't want to say it, but spending time with my family and watching my kid play basketball is probably third and fourth, <laughs> unfortunately. But, 
you know, it, it's definitely a labor of love. Really enjoy it. Really enjoy the business. And it's a lot of fun. It, the biggest thing for me is, is to put on a great tournament. So everybody has a blast and learn something. I mean, that's my biggest point to, to do these tournaments for sure. Well, uh, a lot of guys don't know this, but uh, you were a high school basketball coach, weren't you? I was, I was, I was a girls uh, varsity basketball coach for three years. Well, we cover yeah. the high school sports, and we're always talking to the to the coaches, so maybe that's why you and me have such a good rapport. Uh, uh, but uh, so you had a great tournament. When is the next tournament? So the next tournament's uh, May twentieth, and it's at Rathbun Lake. Oh, we're down going there to, in Center. Well, down there to, in Centerville. Get to the big water. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's a big fish in that one. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it, the good thing about Rathbun, it's got a lot of fish, a lot of good quality fish. Uh, I'll be shocked if if nobody catches anything. I'd say everybody will come to the weigh-in with seven fish. And uh, I, I May 20th is going to be postponed for sure. Um, it's probably going to take anywhere from – I'd say eight to eleven pounds because they ain't gonna have no eggs in them. Yeah, so, be, yeah. be a little skinnier yeah. by uh, at that point. But uh, well, yeah. uh, who are the sponsors that made this event happen today? So we got Jenko Fishing, B&M Poles, Slab Crazy Outdoors, Top Hat Jigs, The Crappie Shed, Cold Snap Outdoors, Pops Jigs. Ruben Flores Jigs, Cass Cray Outdoors, and Hinkland's Water Edge. Man, uh, you got a bunch of great sponsors, and they're putting on such a great event. And uh, uh, you're you're really starting to grind it out. As uh, there's four more, right? Well, three more in the yep. championship, right? Correct. Yep. Well, uh, you know if they've fished a couple of these tournaments, uh, whether whether you're one or not, you probably put some points on the board uh, for the season. Uh, but Absolutely. uh well uh give us a two or three minute uh wrap up of this and then uh, uh i'll start interviewing these uh the, the third place and the second place guy and then we'll give the first place guy his own episode hey sounds great i think they're looking forward to it for sure okay well what what but, uh, any any other thing you, we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about uh no i think i'm good man i was just you know Thanks for everybody coming out. Thanks for listening. Uh, definitely check us out on uh, all our social media pages and check out our website. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys listening to uh, the Corn Belt Crappie Trail podcast with Dave Johnson. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate all, all, uh, all the people. That, my, my listeners really appreciate when you come on. Uh, well, we'll be talking to uh, uh, the number three and the number two guy next, so stick around. Well, we got Nick Stuka back. He finished uh, second in this tournament. You got you've been uh, uh, placing all around on uh, all the tournaments you've been. You you got one win and one uh, second place finish under your belt. Welcome back to the program, Nick. Thanks for having me again. Well, uh, another day of, of tough sledding out there for the fishing, wasn't it? Uh, windy and cold and rainy. Yeah, it, it was less than ideal conditions. That was for sure, especially that wind when it really kicked up. Well, uh, Brad said uh, uh, he thought one of the keys to victories was really uh, being able to control your boat in less than ideal conditions with a lot of choppy waves and uh, sometimes some pretty hard crosswinds coming in on you. Uh, 
uh, were you able to, what, what do you think that being able to move your boat well was, was key to uh, getting in front of some fish this time? Yeah, yeah, it was. Not, I mean, I think that's the case every time. Because without boat control, I mean, especially when you get on open water fish that are running away from it, if you don't have boat control, I mean, you're you're kind of in a world for hurt. And I'm lucky enough to be set up to where I can do that effectively. And I've got crappie breaks on the back that really helped me with that. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do to, to help yourself with it, but boat control is definitely the number one thing in this live scope game to be effective and good at it. Right. Well, uh, what was the water uh, clarity like? You know, was it pretty muddy? Was it a little tainted in it? Was it pretty clear? Where, where are we at with the water quality? I'd say it was in between. I mean, it wasn't bad uh, or muddy by any means. It, it had a little bit of a stain to it, a pretty typical sailorville water i would say if not maybe a little bit cleaner than it normally is but not nothing too drastic all right well i'm just going to work with you through the day uh just give me a kind of a 7 a.m to 9 a.m uh, or i guess 7 30 to 9 a.m kind of report what what was going on you, you first hit the lake uh it's a lake you know very well uh what what was the the strategy at that that time of day um, well, it started off really well. Um, I caught a couple fish right off the bat. Uh, it would really kind of kick things off, and I was able to put seven fish in the boat really fast. I, I mean, I had seven of them probably in that first 10 or 15 minutes. I was <clears throat> looking for some open water fish, and I rolled up on a brush pile, and then had a couple fish on it, and I sat there for a couple minutes and just got seven-pound fish just to get get a start for the day and just build off of that all day and i did that pretty consistently all day i never really ran into any sort of a slump during the day or where i really wasn't catching fish it was just finding the big ones but i will say when we got close to that nine o'clock range i did see an absolute giant out there that i just could not get to bite well, what happened between 9 and noon? Between 9 and noon, I'd say it was pretty much the same thing. Uh, besides the wind kicked up, I I bumped around to a lot of spots during that time um, and fished a lot of the time right in the middle of that lake in the wind. Um, and I did lose some good fish out there. I did catch some upgrades out there. Um, but it was, I mean, the same throughout the whole day in terms of catching fish. It was just whether you could find those big ones. All right. Well, uh, uh, as the day went on, it, it got rainy. It kind of got colder. I'm assuming, um, I was told that the water temperature dropped uh, around four degrees. Uh, did you was did you, did you run into any lags in the fish at all to the day, or it was just fairly consistent all day? I would say it's fairly consistent. I mean, there, there's a pile of fish in that lake, and they're everywhere, and they're not too hard to catch. Um, I mean, there there was a couple here and there, you know, that I couldn't get to bite, that I chased around for a long time, just would not bite anything that I put in their face. But those were about the only fish. Every other fish you dropped on, you could pretty much get him to bite. Well, you, you, you after the, the noon to 2.30, I think you're, the fish is – the poles are out of the water at 2.30. Was there any big fish caught in that last area 
that you were able to call out some of your your lighter fish and uh, put you at least in the top two. Yeah, uh, I actually caught that two oh eight uh, right around two o'clock, somewhere in that one thirty two o'clock, and at that time, actually, uh, I had killed my all of my trolling motor batteries uh, fishing out in that wind, and that last forty five minutes or so, I I could not move at all, hardly. I mean, I was on max speed on my trolling motor, going about point one, so I ended up just driving to a brush pile that was out of the wind that I'd seen had fish on it earlier in the day. And I sat on that for the rest of the day. And I did catch another good fish out of it. I caught another 180 or something like that. And I believe I pulled a 150 or 160 out of it as well. So you did you did have some come up right there at the end. Okay, so when you're looking at your stringer, uh, not even as good as you got uh, to win the Coralville, what, did you think you had a shot at winning, or did you think you uh, you didn't do enough? Where were you at in your mind on where you thought you would finish when you looked at your stringer? Honestly, in my mind, I didn't even think I was good enough to be top three, if if maybe even breaking that top five. So I know what that lake's capable of, um, and I figured that someone would have figured it out or someone would have caught them because that, that lake, on a good day and you have the right conditions to do it i mean you can go north of 15 pounds wow especially north of 14 pounds very easily um so i, I honestly thought i had nothing like i was not going to be doing good at all and i ended up in second so it was that was a big shock uh, well uh for the condition you know you fished in the ozark you fished at coralville and uh after a tornado and probably uh, even worse conditions than this, but this was, uh, uh, to describe it as less than ideal would be underrating uh, uh, what you're saying. Uh, what were the, what was the, what was you using for bait that was working on, on this, this episode? I was using plastics. I was using a two and a half inch straight tail. And I was also using a baby shad as well. I kind of flip back and forth from them all day. And, I mean, that it didn't really seem that they wanted either profile better than the other. It was just kind of the two that I figured and the colors that I figured out that worked worked the best. Well, uh, so what, what colors you say did you use? I used uh, Junebug and Chartreuse in the straight tail. And in the baby shad, I used a color called Watermelon Wine. And what did you catch the biggest one on? Uh, that baby shad. That baby shad, huh? And you were, yep. you were, uh, well, where are we at on the spawn? Did you feel, feel like they were starting to spawn or, or are we getting close? Where, where are we at with that? With the spawn, I wouldn't say they're very close. I have, I did catch one or two males that were looking like they're pretty dark. Uh, not quite a point where they had their tuxedos on yet uh but i mean that was kind of a early indication of some of them getting ready to go uh, but most i mean every female that i caught was just still chuck full of eggs and i never really did see any fish up real shallow and i haven't seen a whole lot of fish up shallow so far this year in that lake 
Well, we've talked about your your uh, poles, your fishing gear, and everything. Uh, but I want to know about your cold weather gear. You know what? You know, are you wearing boots? Are you wearing insulated coveralls? Or uh, uh, do you got a raincoat with you? I mean, I know you got to be ready for whatever's coming out, and you got to fish in whatever weather there is during the tournament. So, what 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 did you use to stay warm and dry uh, out there on this trip? Um. This go around, I really just wore my rain suit. I did wear a Seca jacket on top, just keep me a little bit warmer throughout the day. But the rest of it was just, just my rain gear. And I wear some ankle high boots. I wear them all the time, just keep my feet dry throughout the day. And that's about all I had for this, for this tournament. It, I mean, it wasn't super cold. It was just that rain when it came. That was it was pretty cold rain. Yeah. And- and the wind but uh you're able to go out there uh uh the lake was uh um not giving up the big fish uh and so the the the, the weigh-ins weren't quite that good and it was real close between the three but were, were you happy to come out of there with second place yeah yeah i was very happy to come out of there with second place and i'm happy for jared as well for him to pull off the win and um and like I said earlier, I didn't think it'd do much, but it landed me in second place. I'm I'm happy and grateful for that. Well, where's the next? Uh, uh, well, where's the next one for you, and where's the next one for the crappie trail? Uh, next one is at Rathbun. Ooh, baby, the big lake. Yep. That's got some big fish in it, don't it? Yeah, that does have some big fish in it. Is that one? Is that uh, a lake you're looking forward to going to? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And that's that's one of my favorite places to fish. I used to actually used to not like that lake till a couple of years ago. And then ever since then it's it's probably my favorite lake to fish in the state. I mean it'd be a toss up between there and Red Rock. Yeah, well I they're both they're both top notch. Uh 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 I like them both. I, I like them both a lot. Well Nick, uh, uh is there any other uh is there any other equipment or anything you want to talk about or conditions or 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 sponsors or anything you want to mention that we didn't get to talk about yet uh nothing for the fishing wise comes to mind all right well nick thanks for being with us uh i wasn't able to get the third place guy but uh uh, you got to hear from nick again nick is our number two all-time uh episode uh the time he won the uh, coralville tournament so thanks for being with us nick yes thanks dave